Welcome to The Pursuit of Life, where we share inspirational and action-focused stories to help you live a life of adventure. Proudly presented by Knightswood House. Now, please welcome your host, David Hazelwood. Hi, and welcome to The Pursuit of Life, and my name is Dave Hazelwood. I'm excited to have you joining me today. Today, we're meeting my special guest, Chris Truscott. Chris is the National Sales Manager of Payright, a fintech payments company. Outside of work, he and his wife Greta are the founders of Rejuve Runners and serious athletes in their own right. Chris has represented Australia in the World 100K Road Championships and has competed in events on the track, road and trail across many different distances. Chris is also my running coach and I've benefited from his passion for helping others improve their performances. If you're struggling with a shortage of time, this episode is for you. Chris talks about the strategies he uses to juggle full-time work, family, coaching, and also his own training, and how this can help you. For all the resources and tools mentioned in this episode, visit the show notes at www.knightswood.com.au. Now let's get into the interview. Enjoy. We are here today with Chris Truscott from Rejuve Runners, and um, really pleased to have you on the on the show today, Chris. Um, so the first thing that... Uh, that I want to do is I want to ask you because you do you do a few different things these days. Obviously, you've got uh, the Rejuve coaching business and uh, and the Run Club there, but you've also got a full time job. What did you want to be when you grew up? When I was growing up, I just wanted to be, I guess, satisfied with the with whatever job I was choosing at that time. I guess I get my brother was an accountant. That seemed like the uh, the sensible sort of approach to take but um i soon realized at university that was not really me and i started sort of venturing into sort of more organizational type jobs that involve logistics and organizing things and, and relationship building and it's been an interesting career outside of running uh, work-wise I, uh, I've, I've changed industries quite a bit ultimately it's given me the skills to sort of build relationships more than anything and um i am i am where i am at the moment now working for a finance company and how does that feed back into um to the run club and the coaching business that you run as well. Uh, how's the feedback in? Uh, look, it gives. It, I mean, first it gives me uh, the flexibility that I need definitely because I work from home, Coogee. So the flexibility is fantastic. I can I can sort of certainly um, help Greta when she needs some help with our with our kids sessions and our and our morning sessions and and, and so on. Um, it allows me to coach online as well. So it's very flexible in that regard. And so, what was the what was the reason you went and set up the um, the coaching business and the and the run club as well? Because you know, you've done you've done a lot yourself. Both you and Greta have done a lot of running um, and at a, a pretty high level. But what was the the driver to go and set that up and just you know, give yourself a little bit more work to do? <laughs> Look, I, I've, I've got to admit, I, I am a silent but influential partner in the business. Greta Greta has done a, a fantastic job uh, steering the ship through all these years, and I've sort of helped a little bit with decisions along the way and coaching. And um, but it's certainly been a team effort. Just a quick aside: she hails from Alice Springs, I hail from Sydney. We met at a running camp in Threadbow. It took her all of like two or three months to decide she wants to pack up from Alice Springs and move to Sydney, and 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 that's it. We haven't looked back. So it was kind of a very quick sort of whirlwind romance. And um, <laughs> so once she once she landed in the in the big smoke, she wanted to sort of um, not give up, but to sort of move away from her occupational therapy career. 
and start something. She's a very, very passionate runner. And, um, you know, we started training with Sean Williams for a little while there. She actually started before I did with him. And then we sort of just started chatting about, you know, what's next. And she, uh, she decided to go and do a massage course. So came remedial massage therapist very quickly. Um, that sort of then morphed into the strength and, and functioning and core stability type sort of classes that we toiled with on a, on a Sunday afternoon at Queen's Park when we moved there. And from there, we sort of added in the running. I guess from there, triathlons, I'd say it'd be 99% running at the moment, a couple of triathletes sort of thrown in. Yeah, okay. Quite a, quite a busy journey from, from 2003 when we met. Yeah, wow. And, you know, you've, you've built up a really successful run club as well, the two of you. And, you know, you were, were talking just before we started and you mentioned that, you know, the recent Sydney 10, there was, what, eight runners of yep. yours that you were coaching and seven of them hit PB. So obviously you're doing something right as far as the coaching goes or you just self-select and only pick the good ones. You certainly, you certainly, oh, not the good people. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly uh, like to select that particular event and, uh, and a few like it throughout the year. Um, it just so happened after a couple of really crappy weather condition type events, we, uh, we just absolutely nailed it. Uh, it was just a beautiful day. No excuses except the ones that you, you know, your own ability, I guess. It was just a perfect day and then, and there's so many people around. To, to push you through it's just the ideal setup basically i had eight there and um one guy had only just started back with me and just sort of getting up to speed and he was only 10 seconds off his off his pb anyway so i must wow. take that one as a pb yeah and so and the rest were like two and a half minutes was a pb down to 33 and a half there was another another girl that didn't think she was fit 35 seconds and, and the list went on it was fantastic to stand there at the end and and see them all cross and and then we had about 40 or so from from rejuve that were that were there at the end and we Got our bright orange singlets sort of um, on display, so it's 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 not only good advertising; it's 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 just such a friendly bunch, and everyone can everyone sort of warms to that more than anything. What's your sporting passion now? Are you sporting love now? Is it your running, your personal running, or is it the club and the people that you're you're coaching and working with? I'd say it's an even split. I think it'll it'll sort of go more towards uh, yeah, less away from my own my own sort of interests. I'm, I'm, I'm now 43. I've been running since I was six years old. All my PBs, I must say, are behind me unless I. Uh, unless I do a hundred miler and I've never done one. So that'll be PB. Off that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm quite, quite realistic in that regard that, you know, I'm, I just want to taper off nicely as I get a bit older, hopefully keep running um, and just really build the business. It, it is enjoyable to watch people that I coach go well. Um, it's also enjoyable watching people just chatting away and just having fun. So, and we, you know, Greta and I love it. We actually just love the whole vibe. There's just the enthusiasm and friendliness in our group is, is second to none. So you mentioned kind of wanting to to taper off and and continue pushing as far as your um, your abilities go. Now, is that enough motivation to kind of get you? Because I know you're still training and uh, and got some big goals for for some upcoming races for yourself as well. I mean, how do you manage to to juggle you know work the um, coaching, the run club, your own training to perform at that level? <laughs> it's just, it's a good yeah look another good question it is it is a juggle sometimes and you know every now and then as we all do the the moods dip a little bit the mood so the mood goes down when when and when i'm chasing the mileage especially um it, it you know the tiredness does come in sometimes and, and things start closing in so you got to be able to do that balance achieve that balance where your family life isn't affected a six-year-old boy, he's not seeing grumpy dad because I need to get out and get my second run so I can tick off my 130-kilometer week. So I've made the conscious decision to um, not to chase the mileage as much anymore. You know, the last couple of weeks have been about 85, 90 kilometers. Very, very achievable um, from what I've done. 
I know there's people out there that obviously are attaining to get up to that level and, and so on, but um, it just uh, that's you know it's pretty much one run a day, and it's and it certainly helps with the lifestyle and and um, I can still get all the training in I need. What might suffer in that regard is the, is the longer stuff, the marathons. The marathons have, have never been overly kind to me. <laughs> I've had I've had one success and a, and a few decent runs, but uh, yeah. So look, I do like the short stuff, and I'm just going to continue sort of running as fast as I can. You know, respecting the the fact there's other things in my life that I, I do need to sort of look after, and I and I want to coach. That's that's the goal. Jeez, mate, you'd better slow down a lot for me to get past you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you'll be all right. <laughs> Okay, so looking at what you've done personally in running, what's your proudest accomplishment so far? Um, to, to isolate one is is, is hard. I, you know, I broke two thirty once. That's it. I, you know, I thought at that time in Berlin, I thought, okay, great, it's a stepping stone to keep going further. All my goals were a few minutes up the track than, than what I achieved. Um, but looking back, look, you know, breaking that two thirty, knowing how hard it is and what training is required, was was quite um, satisfying. I also represented, I always, always wanted to represent Australia. Obviously not good enough for the marathon side of things. So I tipped my hand in the 100k uh, event. So the road, road 100k managed to, to get a nod call up for that. And so I went over to Doha in 2014 and, and ran, ran the, the world championships, which that, you know, I was, I was proud just to wear, you know, a singlet that said Australia on it. I haven't worn it since. I'm just not, I'm toying with the idea of wearing it in New York this year. Just because the Yanks eat that sort of stuff up. But. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I would I would say you know obviously all the PBs were proud moments as well. Um, even though at the time you don't realise that that's 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 it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, couple there to choose from. But yeah, look, representing Australia is obviously a proud moment. You mentioned family. You mentioned your relationship with Greta. You mentioned your little boy. So outside of that, and obviously you've got bigger family, which is the the Run Club as well, and yeah, and the people that you're coaching and things like that. How do you manage all of those relationships? Yeah, the different relationships definitely um, require the yeah. The different, there's a lot of different personalities put that way. So, rejuve family, I guess, is um, the way I approach and talk to people is different to the way I would approach and talk to you know mates that I run with at Hurt Squad, for example. Some of the guys that I coach, so you do need to sort of find out as much as possible about particular people that I'm coaching, um, and also just just getting to know them. Um, but yeah, look. And then, and then switching into you know finance mode, and you know of a full time you know my full time job. It's yeah, it's it's certainly um, it's certainly a challenge. But you know, I think I think just staying authentic and and uh, friendly usually is 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 the right approach to start with, and everything else sort of builds up around that. And I was interested too because you were, you were talking about having to or feeling like you needed to dial back on the mileage mm-hmm. because you know, you were turning into a grumpy dad. <laughs> Do you, is that something that um, you pick up on, Greta pulls you up on, you get, yeah, your little boy doesn't want to be near you <laughs> at some times uh, because. Yeah. No, he's, um, he's, he's fantastic. He, uh, he, he, he hasn't, he's never called me on it. And, um, but yeah, Greta certainly does. And yeah, we, you have those little niggly moments with your partner and you just think, God, that was over nothing. What, what, you know, what was that all about? And then, you know, you have a couple of those and think, this is this is not right, you know, and then and suddenly it hits you that oh, yeah, I'm I'm six weeks into a block of 150k and just not you know not maybe I didn't get a good night's sleep last night or the night before. So yes, I've I've learned to sort of yeah pick up on it a lot quicker these days. Um, getting getting good sleep certainly helps. Um, trying to cut down you know the amount of days that I'm having a glass or two of wine at the night time certainly helps as well. Um, but it's you know it's all it is all a balance. 
you know, as, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not elite. I'm not sort of, you know, aspiring to make the Olympics. So I want to make sure I enjoy all the aspects of my life while still pushing. So that's kind of where I, I kind of land uh, in, a, in a nice, uh, nice spot at the moment. Hi, it's Dave here with a quick word from our sponsor. Knightswood House is a financial advisory firm that specialises in working with successful business professionals who share our passion for endurance sports. People often come to us for one of three reasons. You aren't where you thought you'd be financially at this point in your life. You seem to have no time to get a proper handle on your finances. You may be annoyed that you're paying so much for life insurance to protect yourself and your family, but you're fitter and healthier than the average punter and you wonder why it costs you so much. Underlying all of this is often a concern that you may be wasting your opportunities and not maximising all of your hard work. We've got a five-step process we take you through which will help you develop a plan that you're confident will get you to where you want to be financially, simplify your affairs and take much of the hassle off your hands, and show you how you can be rewarded financially for looking after yourself and your family. For more details, head to www.knightswood.com.au. Okay, back to the show. Do you try and adjust your workload around you know, those training blocks as well? Do you, are you, I mean, you mentioned the flexibility. Can you, can you plan your workload and structure it that much so that you know I've got block of training and it's a, it is a really intense one? Can you kind of work that around? Yeah, usually. I always have a backpack in, in my car and um, you know, full of gear I, you know, when I'm sort of out on the road. I um I can certainly work that in and um and same goes when I'm sort of at, you know I work from home it's an ideal situation so I can I can I can run in the morning I can still drop my son to school if need be still hang out with him so it's um a career of late that sort of helps me achieve other areas of my life the ultimate goal is to is to sort of move into you know rejuve in a full time capacity you know years down the track and you know we we've already sort of We've obviously already put on a lot of, you know, running camps and traveling type sort of trips. That's a real passion of mine just to, you know, to even see out my days just uh, as the years go on. That's just, you know, running and travel just go hand in hand. So, yeah, so I always, I, I certainly make room for running. I make room for work. And I make room for every other aspect of my life. And it all just, yeah, seems to work. But you do need to choose a job and um, choose a set of, set of circumstances that, are, that you're happy with. And you talk about the travel, the running travel that you're doing with the club as well. Tell me about that. Oh, look, we started with a couple of little weekenders away. One, I think the very first one was down at um, Stanwell Tops and it was, you know, it was a nice big homestead and there was a sort of a big barn that the guy said was going to be all decked out and um, in tip-top shape by the time we got there. And we got there and it was just like a massive dorm. Just It was just, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't ideal. <laughs> so that was good. That was our first little uh, weekend away. Everyone had fun and they grinned and bared it you know, as far as the, the beds go. But since then, we've come a long way. We've taken a uh, that was that was about ten years ago. Yeah, since since then we've sort of taken groups to uh, Phuket to um, to train at that big facility over there called Tanya Pura, and then run the Phuket sort of running festival. We've taken um, three groups to the Red Center, obviously where Greta's from, and uh, we've toured around there with Airs Rock and Kings Canyon, and, and uh, just lately Lara Pinta Trail. Yeah, so I guess um, ultimately I'd like to take people around the world to to run marathons and you know, iconic events such as Comrades, for example, that's um, toying with the idea of doing that one next year. So um, plenty of opportunity for that. What's your favourite one? Because you've done a few. Favourite marathon would be Berlin. Berlin Berlin's certainly a, a highlight. What does your typical week look like these days? Uh, Running-wise? No, all up. 
because you've got yeah you're wearing so many different hats i am so yeah look i'm i'm national sales manager for one of those fintech companies finance companies that are like yeah and started with those guys last november so i was kind of uh as a as a bdm slash relationship manager but sort of it's quickly growing so much that i'm i'm, I'm sort of the hat's being shifted to sort of um uh, management and leadership. So I'm currently up in Queensland, sort of just scouting around, um, looking to sort of grow the team. So with that, there's going to come a lot more responsibility. Um, I guess a lot more time pressures and a lot more meetings and that type of thing. So um, I do need to sort of um, yeah, to balance it with the, with the running side of it because you know, I'm now looking after about, about 14 or 15 people online with running, and I, I certainly want to, including your good self, and uh, certainly want to you know give them as much energy as I would give any other sort of aspect of my life. So how do I balance it? It's just, it's just a matter of good admin. <laughs> um, and yeah, occasionally a couple of things fall through the cracks. What's, what marathon are you doing again, Dave? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New York. It's next week, Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maybe dude. not that bad, but yeah. So look, it's, yeah. It's, especially if I had a couple of, couple of little white wines the night before, sometimes things slip through the cracks, but mostly I keep on control of things and, um, you know, blackboards and, and all sorts of notes and sticky, sticky notes and all sorts of stuff that just helps me, you know, constantly realize, you know, what's, what's next and just switching in and out of that sort of finance capacity back into running capacity. And then, then being a dad, being a husband, and then being myself, I, you know, I love my alone time as well. As I, yeah. you know, catch up with Netflix and all that sort of thing. So time speeds up when you get older. Now, interesting. Working in fintech, do you are there any apps or um, um, any forms of tech that you find really useful, both to to manage your running, to juggle things, to keep track of of all that sort of stuff? Uh, look, I've, I mean, I've I've been on Strava since last July. It's kind of the first time I've ever sort of really been online with anything. You get to share, you know. And you keep the diary, but also you get to see what everyone else is doing. It's a good way for me to keep track of my runners too yep. that I look after. Um, obviously, Garmin Connect and, and Strava are the two that I use. But, uh, yep. you know, that's, that's it for the moment. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, even though you, you've never been right at that elite level, you've always been conscious of, um, of how you can maximise the possibilities of your running. So... I remember you telling me you were sponsored for um, for a long time by New Balance. Yep. Um, you've got sponsors with the club. Um, you've got the um, the upcoming retreat or uh, run trip down to Taylor's Wine, and I know you've done things with them in the past. Yep. So it appears that you're always trying to um, to find avenues and find ways of of kind of leveraging your involvement and also helping to to fund your um, yeah, your passions and. <laughs> Yeah, to be able to go and run and yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting free shit, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's um uh, the group that we have with Rejuve. Um, you know, obviously, it's it's great to get a benefit for myself and Greta. Um, so we don't pay money, pay out money, you know, for shoes and things like that. But we we we're certainly passionate about building relationships with our with our suppliers and our sponsors and 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 bringing on, you know, whoever can sort of I guess help uh, facilitate our our culture and our in our running group. Our running clubs, you know, New Balance was very lucky. Um, they did they did a photo shoot with me and um, and Greta, and I just happened to you know mention that, you know, we we all know we don't really see the elite guys out there. We don't really sort of know what they you know what they're wearing. Greta and I are in the park every day. We're seen by all these people at, at our level. My mate calls it the high end of mediocrity, but um, <laughs> but um, 
and and the, and the marketing guy at the time said, "Yeah, look, that that this certainly makes sense, and 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 they can see value in in you know reaching the masses through this, I guess, second tier type approach, and just just getting that sort of visual sort of you know running billboard, so to speak, out there, and seeing New Balance everywhere, and now and now we're now we're sort of got an affiliation with Hocker. Okay, what's your guilty secret? Something you know you should get around to do, but never seem to. Something to get around to do. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Like you stumped me there. I'm I'm quite comfortable with um, with where we're heading and what we've uh. Yeah, there's nothing that's sort of burning, uh, that I need to that I need to to get to. Yeah. Okay. Earn a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it comes back to uh, how do you juggle the flexibility, or how do you achieve the flexibility to be able to do everything else, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So working working smart, but also working happy. You you need to be happy in your job. You know. I know a couple of guys that sort of, you know, just bang out 12-hour days at sitting at a desk and, you know, wonder why they're all stiff and they're not getting the, the results thereafter. You know, they catch up with their kids on the weekends and it's, uh, look, it's it's just, I listen to that and go, I, I seriously would rather be broke than than, than do that. <laughs> so, um yeah, so that's that's always been my, my sort of goal, just to sort of, you know, enjoy what I do all seven days, not just wait for the two at the end of the week. So okay. far, so good at the moment. Now we've talked about a whole bunch of different things, you know, and probably the biggest ones around you know, managing relationships and juggling your time to be able to do that. Yep. And you know, obviously you work with a, a bunch of people that you coach and through the club and things like that. So I'd imagine you've given similar advice to lots of them. So one of the things that we do is we uh, I'll get you to come up with a challenge for the listeners of the program. Basically, something that they can do over the next week to work on one aspect of you know, that'll help improve their running or help improve their life and perhaps their marital harmony. <laughs> so. Yeah, look, um, I guess the challenge, you know, the challenge that I've set myself to is to is to sort of work on another aspect than just the running. If I could suggest one challenge, would be just you know just. Pick one thing that you would, you know, you could start to start forming habits. Um, you know, it might be some sit-ups or push-ups, or it might be some core strength, or um, you know, Google Google a whole lot of core exercises, and um, um, it it may be try speed work for the first time ever. You know, you might you might be used to sort of just jogging around constantly, and um, you're wondering why you're not getting fitter, and you've always been scared of, I guess, getting getting faster or, or get, get, putting yourself out of the hurt locker. So. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not really improving. If you're if you're not uncomfortable with a certain sort of uh, pressure or sorry, a certain sort of situation or, or exercise or whatever, so um, you know, I'm I'm extremely uncomfortable, you know, during my speed session. Still, do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Uh, if you're speed, if you do a lot of speed work, then go find a massive staircase and do do 45 minutes of up and down stairs. Uh, if you if you're all over the stairs, then you know, try a downhill. Pick something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable and commit to it for even the coming month. That's a that's a really good idea. Now, interesting that you spoke about how you're in your um, speed sessions, you're still still uncomfortable, and you go into the hurt locker. Yeah. When you're in that place, because you know that's um, yeah the difference from from what I've seen between good runners and yeah and better and really good runners is how much pain they can tolerate. And how hard they can um, they can push themselves and tell their body that you know no, we can we can keep going with this. How do you make yourself do that? Uh, by getting involved with a group of people that can can take you to that level, so you know exactly 
uh, if, if, if you're good at running to your watch and you can motivate yourself enough, then that's fine. It's just holding yourself accountable, whether it's by time or by people around you. That certainly helps me. Yeah, you're going to get your bad days and, and you know, you just got to get through those sessions. The bad days don't happen as often as some people say they do. So I would, I would, you know, you got to maximize every time you're getting out there and, and doing a speed session. There's no point doing a half effort otherwise. So you could just be jogging otherwise. I, I kind of think to myself, well, it's, this is, this is 20 minutes or 30 minutes of hurt in a 24 hour block. It's, it's not that much to be honest. And, um, I'm going to try and beat the next guy and, or, you know, just challenge myself and be competitive. And, and, it, and it seems to work. Take your mind off it. You get into a routine where you do your warm up, do your strides, do your session, do your cool down, go home. It's like, you know, it's almost like metronomic. It's just something that you do in the end. You something you do if you can, you know, but if you need to lean on other people, so that's why our know, groups work well. You know, it's it's definitely a uh, competitive sort of force to keep you going there too. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks, Chris. Look, we'll um, we'll wrap up there because I know you've got uh, you've got other meetings to head off to. Um, for the listeners, if they want to get in contact with you, what's the um, and they want to get any more information about yourself and uh, and the things that you do, or your coaching or uh, or the Rejuve Club? What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, look, it's uh, so that the. The name of the business is Rejuve Runners, um, R-E-J-O-O-V, Victor, Rejuve Runners. Um, originally a play on words from Rejuvenate. And so basically our website's rejuverunners.com.au. And you just put Chris at, at the front of that, chris at rejuverunners.com.au would be the best, best approach to, to email me. So you want to come down for a free session, I guess, first couple of sessions free, try and, try and hook you in. Um, you're welcome to come down and, um, and experience that Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday mornings. Um, otherwise, yeah, just check out the website and always welcome to come to any of our camps, even if you're not with us. Fantastic. And that's your sessions are down at Centennial Park, aren't they? Centennial Park for the moment, yeah. Kind that's of just, in Sydney uh, for everyone who's, uh, who's not uh, based yeah. here. Okay, yes. <laughs> come to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best place in the world to run. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, cheers, Dave. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank you, Chris. Sorry, uh, I really appreciate your time. So a big thanks to Chris Truscott for being an amazing guest on the show this week. You can find out more about Chris in the show notes at www.knightswood.com.au forward slash episode 6 and at www.rejuverunners.com.au. That's R-E-J-O-O-V-Runners.com.au. If you like this interview, please share it with a friend. We'd also love you to give us some feedback. Rate the episode on iTunes and let us know what you thought. And if there's a special guest you'd like to be here, let us know. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Dave Hazelwood, and you've been listening to The Pursuit of Life. Thank you for listening to The Pursuit of Life. To learn more about how Knightswood House can help you live your life of adventure whilst planning your future, visit knightswood.com.au.